This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Who's got my beard comb? School, school. Who's got my beard comb? Beard comb. Who's got my beard comb? All right. <laughs> I'm rolling, but I'm not recording. You know what I mean? No, I don't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> can you, no, I don't know. Can you visualize it, please? Just try to visualize it. Okay. I'm trying I to. I promise I'm, you I'll try to visualize. I'm recording the audio, Michael, is what I'm doing right now. But I have not started mm-hmm. recording the video yet. So. You ever seen one of these cigars? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm recording dynamic banter! Thank you for the yeah, latte, yeah. you beautiful woman. <laughs> All right, I'm hitting record. That's tough, this. huh? When you can't, when you're always in the same space. I, I can't stand it. I want to murder her. I want to kill Alana. Can I just say it right now? Dude, that's how a lot of murders start. I'm just kidding. I'm so in love right now, Mike. I've got, I'm like Dude, in love. You don't have to, you don't have to fuck around with me, man. I know you hate Alana. Yeah, yeah. Well, but for the show, I want to just, I want people to know that I'm in love. Uh, but, you know, off camera. I get how you we, have to keep up appearances. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You, yeah. you, you. Never about how you hate that woman. I'm trying to be a good influence on the world, you know? I'm trying to do what's right. I'm trying to let my emotions out when I feel them. And also thinking about things before I say them. Yeah. Yes. That's so important. I wish that everybody (laughs) thought like that. (laughs) Me too. This is a time where it's, uh, it's hard to... I mean, we we don't have to talk about it. it's hard to be funny or whatever, but truly in our tiniest right. little corner of our individual personal lives, which obviously mean very little to the grand scheme of things, it's a uh, it's a big deal to be able to. Um, I mean, well, it's a again, it's a big deal in this tiny little emotional state that comedians are in where you want to be able to say whatever you want, man, because, come on, I want to say what I want. And to a degree, I understand that it's, like, frustrating, but there's too much hurt and pain in the world right now, and it's time to really, really reconsider, truly reconsider how we approach comedy and how we approach um, things and and I think more importantly than any of that, it's t- it's a more important time to just read the room. Read the room is such an underrated thing that I think people just don't really say enough. Like truly reading the room is a skill that everyone should have. Being able to read the fucking room, and there's a lot of places, there's a lot of rooms where people will be very uncomfortable with some of the things you want to just say. Um, but who are you doing an impression of when you do that? Americans. All Americans. Every American. I think people are very quick to make things about everybody. Right. 
But that's why I'm saying, like, when we're in this little individual, when you when you take all of these feelings down to an individual level, it affects comedians in a way because it's frustrating to not be able to say what you want to say when it's truly coming from a place of just wanting to make people laugh. But there's it's hard to discern mm-hmm. between the people that just want to make people laugh and the people that are like pushing an, an a hateful agenda deep within their soul and expelling it as a joke. But in reality, we're in a really difficult time where words fucking I mean we need to understand that words hurt people and so it's difficult but then it's also like good because we need to think Are you about saying it. you're bummed out because you can't push your hateful agenda? Yes. Right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm bummed out because I can't push my from a good place I just want to make people laugh deep down I'm a good person agenda and then yeah. the people who aren't that are doing it and in a hateful way and I'm bummed out that it ruins it for the people that aren't weren't doing it in a hateful way or at least didn't didn't know they were doing it in a hateful way and and now want to correct that and be a better person it's all so vague i'm more or less completely lost uh what do you mean what i'm saying yeah, I'm just saying that we it's, uh you know, because it's hard to do a comedy podcast. Um, and then like when you're done um, and again, I'm not saying to feel bad for us or whatever. I'm just saying in a, to to our little tiny corner of our individual personal lives. Um, it's interesting to be like, all right, well, I got to be funny today, but there there's terrible shit going on in the world uh, daily, hourly, it seems. Um, and, uh, I gotta be funny today. And it's like, before things didn't seem as heated, um, it, that wasn't an issue. It wasn't, it wasn't really an issue to be like, okay, now I have to be funny today. But even though people are starving in the world, I don't think it's an issue because terrible things have happened since the day you were born totally. every day. It's just your awareness of it. It's right? because it's of not the day I obligation. Was born. It, it's because of the day you were born. That's when all the bad <laughs> things started happening. If we're to trace it back, if I look at my journals, well, you should look through <laughs> your journals because, <laughs> but I think that if you chose a job, if it's not making you feel good to be funny, that's one thing. Totally. But if you chose a job where, Excuse me. That's why I think we need to stop making everything about everybody. Like we need to do this and we need to do that. Everyone just needs to say for themselves, I need to do this or I need to do that because all you can really control at the end of the day is yourself. I don't find it hard to be funny right now because I know my heart and I, it's my job that when people press a button to make this podcast play, they're doing it because they want to feel good. And so I want to give them that. Totally. But it's like a, it's a constant battle between like, we also have a platform and we also have, we have this audience that listens to us and enjoys us and watches the things we make. And so it's like, it's also a thing where it's like do during a time where speaking up and listening are a very important thing. Um, 
it's it's hard to like balance the idea of well despite that i'm just gonna jump into a thing and be like anyway so i farted and it sounded like the 1812 overture the other day and it's like why is it why is it why isn't it bad to if you dude see this is what i'm on the internet things have no nuance and it's like you have to be this way or that way what is saying that because you want to truly make people laugh and feel better for an hour at a time what what by that means you have your ears closed and you're not well i'm just listening and, well, and progressing your own life forward and totally making attempts to be a good person no i think we're the on this i think we're on the same page for sure it's just that i think that going back to reading the room there's like there was, I would say, confidently, at least two or three days in the social media world, which is, again, a small world in the larger scheme of things. But since we work in an industry where social media is an important part of our business and businesses, mm -hmm. um, it's a b important part of our lives. And <clears throat> I would go so far as to say that there might have been two or three days in the past month uh where um tweeting something tweeting some kind of joke or you know be just going about your day as usual if you're an influencer of some sort even though that's a disgusting word but going about your regular routine in those like super heated days of like now's the time to use platforms and our voice and our you know whatever to you know, either shut up or and listen or or uh, amplify the voices that need to be heard more than our dumb voices. And I'm just saying that there's a time and a place. And I'm not I'm not saying that, like, comedy needs to shut down and everyone needs to put comedy on a shelf for a second while we deal with this serious shit. I'm just saying that I totally respect the people that are able to maintain their comedic dispositions and their senses of humor is during a time that's like incredibly difficult for people as a, as a planet, as a, as a humanity. Um, I, I respect that for me, it's a difficult thing because it's like, do I want to just like, my job is to make people laugh. Do I want to just do that? And instead of like listening and shutting my mouth for a second and then talking about the things that are happening right now to be helpful because our audience might not, totally understand just like we don't totally understand and we could all learn together and I'm not and I'm not saying it's a problem I'm just saying that it's it's something that I've been personally dealing with and I and I don't feel bad about being a comedian or a funny person or whatever I just feel like there is a time and a place to be you know your business which truly our comedy is our business who we are is our business um, you know, there's a time and a place for the amplification of that. And there's right now the time is like a little, you know, the floor is a little eggshelly for good reason. Fuzzy. Mm. Fuzzy. Like the other thing. Like the other thing. 
Yeah. So do you not feel like being funny? No, no. I'm just saying that like, you know, in today this- in this moment right now, <laughs> when you woke up this morning, were you like, I don't feel like being funny today? No, I felt I this morning when I woke up, I felt like weighed down and sad, but also like I got I'm doing dynamic banter. It's the first thing I thought of because I love doing it and it's fun and it's a great time and I miss you and it's a chance to hang out with my friend and also entertain mm-hmm. people. And I thought like, oh, we're going to have a great time. But like that weighing of like the things going on. And I'm not even saying that I'm like, it, like I, it's, it, I'm not going to be funny or something. I'm just saying that like I, in a conversational way and not in a way that's trying to change anybody's mind or anything, just me using my microphone to kind of like vent a little bit. I just feel kind of pressured by the responsibility of amplifying voices that are, that need to be louder and need to be amplified um, and talking about that all the time and, and changing ourselves so that things can change for these people. And so that the, the majority of these people that are suffering from this, terrible shit going on can enjoy life the way we've been enjoying life and it's just hard to like have that giant thing in the room and then also like come over here and be like let's talk about come <laughs> you know and i'm not saying that i'm not going to and i'm not saying that it's like such an issue that we should stop doing the show for a bit or something i'm just saying that cuz truly it, this this show gets me through those difficult times too. I think you need to look at what truly helps people. Yeah, but you got to look at what helps you too, you know? I mean, first, before you can help anybody, you got to feel like you can mm-hmm. help people. And so my my balance of like, you know, am I okay enough to be funny, you know, but people need funny right now is like, you know, that's another thing, you know? Mhm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just shooting this shit because I don't, you know, I normally don't have anything to talk about when I start when I hit record on dynamic banter and this was something that is immediately in my brain space because how can it not be? And I'm already a kind of ang- anxious person by nature. Um so mm-hmm. the anxiety weighs a bit harder too on top of all the other little tiny stressful anxieties of everyday life, but um, you know, it's just something I felt venti about, I guess, and grande. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, say, make a big revelation or anything. I'm just shooting the shit a little bit. I'm just talking to my friend and my audience a little, I guess, about how I feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a heavy time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, but, dude, but you're right. Like we need to like comedy is the power we have. We have the power to make people laugh and that's a power that's needed right now. Um, so it's important for us to keep going and keep being funny and shit. And I'm not saying to stop. I'm just saying, you know, we, we got to do our job too, but I just got to feel good about myself before I can like get back in a hundred percent. I get it. I hope you feel good about yourself soon. If you're not feeling that way right now. Thanks, so one of the things that helps me feel better about myself is knowing that people tune into this podcast for levity 
Yeah. And then being able to give them that makes me feel good. I feel like mm-hmm. that has a real impact on people. Totally. Sometimes you, you know, speaking of reading the room, it's like there's times where you feel like you're shouting into a void and there's times where you feel like you're having a real, you're like reaching through and being able to touch people in a certain way on like an emotional level and you click with people a certain way. And I think that is a very helpful thing to give to people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We, uh, we're doing a good thing and it's important to like, remember that. And I try to remember that Mm -hmm. it as on top of all the other things, because you have to let the positive things outweigh all those negative things. Even if, uh, you know, it's hard to, you got to really hold on to those good things. And you're right. This, this, and like all the other stupid, dumb shit things I get to do and just be myself and, and, uh, people love it and, uh, it makes people happy. It's just like maybe the greatest thing in the world. It's a, it's a life that I, uh, am very thankful for. And, uh, it's something that needs to be addressed individually, you know, more often than not. Yeah. Yep. Being in a position to make people happy is a very, is a very special. Well, yeah, I agree. Mike. All right. I said I agreed. All right. Dude, I found my Vuvuzela. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I found it. I didn't know where it was. Oh, you by can... the way, look at this. But in your garbage can? <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Is this still available? Can Is people this a buy beauty this? Hall? I think so. He's holding up a mug that says Dynamic Panther. And it's really stylish and nice, and it's like, you know, metal or something. But anyway, I found my mm. Vuvuzela. I was really sad that I didn't know where it was, and I thought maybe I had lost it or something. But it reminded mm. me of the times where I could blow it out my window and you could hear it because you live, yeah. used to live pretty close. Uh, but the, yeah. the, yesterday you texted me because you were walking through the neighborhood, and I guess I got the text too late, but I still went out. As soon as I got the text, I still went out onto my <laughs> like balcony. I was still there no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like two minutes since the text had gone or whatever. Yeah. And oh, you know how fast I was. I know, I know. You, I just, I couldn't have seen you even if I was looking out the window. <laughs> but, uh. No, I didn't. I just want to let you know that I could see your house. <laughs> yeah. It was, there was no obligation to come out. <laughs> but, you know, that's a nice thing to be able to come out and see your friend. But anyway, I came out and I didn't see you. So I grabbed my Vuvuzela and I blew out one big, nice long horn, which to you, if you did hear it, probably sounded like a semi truck horn, which you wouldn't have thought twice about. Right, right next to the highway. Right next to the all highway. The same sound. <laughs> right. But I did it anyway as a tribute to you passing by. Dude, I think about I live next to people who I think produce music sometimes. Oh. And it's very bad. Oh. And uh, and I just hear them sometimes and they're doing it in their apartment and they're not trying to be a nuisance to anyone or whatever. I can only imagine like and, and sometimes I hate them for it, you know, because I'm like, it's 11. Like, stop playing that part of the song because you're not going to get it tonight. <laughs> I don't think you're going to lock That's it a down. tomorrow problem. <laughs> and I, I hate them for it, even though they're they're writing music. They're probably getting their feelings out and doing a positive thing. Maybe they have an audience and they make their audience happy but i hate them at at certain times because of the way i feel sure you know 
I can only imagine if you were my neighbor and purposely going out on your deck and blowing a vuvuzela to maybe make someone who's maybe close enough to hear it laugh. <laughs> I would hate that. So I think much. the 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 hierarchy of of the care of people around me goes, uh, well, you know, obviously family, and then it's like, yeah. and then it's like loved ones, and then it's like uh-huh. friends. And then it's like uh-huh. everyone else. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yeah. if if one unpleasant thing could make one friend laugh, but makes everyone else annoyed, I think it was worth it yeah. for me. <laughs> there is, um... dude. But everyone's home now, so it's like we're hearing everybody's shit. Like, have you been hearing more yeah. things just in general fucking. because everyone's home? Oh, things. Have you heard yeah. fucking? I haven't heard fucking, and I'm real sad about it. There's this one lady who does fucking in my apartment and she sounds like a puppy with like a separation anxiety. And I don't hear it all the time, but I do hear it sometimes. And my first instinct is like, oh, I'm glad. No, it's my, it's higher pitched. There's a higher pitch. But um, like if you could speed that up to like a chipmunk sound. <laughs> like Albert and the chipmunks. Um. But like my first instinct is I'm happy that they're getting to spend, spend that time together. Absolutely. And then it's and like, sex is okay. great. So you okay, want every, Bob. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think sex is gross personally, but again, this is just because I feel like that doesn't mean I want. Um, <laughs> I don't get, I, <laughs> I, um, I've only ever heard people having sex like maybe three times in my apartment building as long as I've lived here, which might have been, might be like how four many times have you now. seen it though? So many times <laughs> I go into the laundry room. I go to the garbage. <laughs> People are just banging. I don't hear it a lot, but I'll look in through I'll a window for a long time. <laughs> I've seen it and not heard it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and that was always a fun time. I always think it's great. I'm always like, hell yeah, get it. And I'll listen a little bit because I'll be like, how you doing? How long is this going to take? Yeah. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. How long do you last, sir? Are both having fun. Right. Who's louder? Who's faking it? You know, there's a lot of fun things to to do when you hear other people yeah. having sex and stuff. But Who's faking it? it Anyone making a lot of noise is faking it, first of all. <laughs> I try to give someone who makes a lot of noise the benefit of the doubt. Because then I find out, because when someone does that, you want to go like, all right, are you faking it or is there something emotionally wrong with you? Oh God, I never think like that. A lot of started laughing. I never think. Were you laughing about that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean, I didn't mean that, but I do always feel like sometimes people just react in really big ways and it's not fake and it's genuine. And those are like wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And if they're also loud in bed, then that's a plus baby. I'll say it, lock it down, <laughs> put a ring on it. Um, anyway, I don't get to hear people having sex very often. Even during the quarantine, I haven't heard one fucking person having sex, heard so many other things. Yeah. The thing that I hate that really bugs me that I hear it's it's the quietest possible thing you could hear a neighbor do. 
<laughs> but it, it really bothers me because it makes me think um, it makes me think really interesting stuff. Anyway, the sound is the you can hear the silent phone buzz. The it's like, oh no, like someone's fucking phone rests so close to me that I can hear the vibrations, which means you hear everything I do, sir. <laughs> you hear everything. Uh, oh, oh I, I get it. Yeah. You hear yeah. every little Dude, thing. Dude, I have a lot of, I don't give a shit about, this is interesting. What an interesting topic of conversation. Thank you. Personally, I don't give a shit about a lot of my neighbors. Sure. Um, but I have a lot of empathy for them as far as not wanting to be, I get annoyed with my neighbors easily depending on what sound is coming through the wall. Okay. In other instances, depending on my mood, I have a lot of tolerance for it, but I know that I have the capability of being very annoyed by the sounds that my neighbors make. So I'm ultra conscious and you could ask Zoya about this and you could take that to the bank of the noises that I make because I never want to be a source of annoyance for somebody else. And like even people who don't live in my building, dude, I was, um, uh, TBH. I was, uh, smoking a joint in my neighborhood and I take a Whoa. walk and I try to be like way far away from everyone. I don't, I don't smoke in my apartment. And, uh, and I was out in front of somebody else's um, apartment and they opened their slider and they were like, hey man, could you go somewhere else? And I felt so bad and I don't even go anywhere near that building anymore because somebody else who was like, and you don't know what kind of day they're having and they were super polite about it and I was super polite about it. And I was thinking in that split second, I was like, I've had so many interactions in LA where it's like you could suggest something to someone doing something that annoys you in a real piece of shit way, even though you might be justified or whatever, or you could take the extra second and think about how you're going to come off and be virgil about it. And that guy, regardless of what was going on in his life at that time, was very cordial to me about saying, could you please go somewhere else? And so I was like, I'm be nice to I love this that. person. And be like, I will never come anywhere near your apartment ever again because of the way that you decided to de-escalate that situation. I love that, Mike. And that's the way to like... And then I threw a fucking rock through his well, wall. Well, you have to. You have to. You can't let that go. People can't just tell you of, their one opinions. one of our be and... nice or not be nice stickers on a brick and I threw it through his wall. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, uh, yeah, it's important that, like, you know, if someone has ever had to tell you something that you're doing was bothering them, and they did, and they do it in a way that looks like it's really hard for them to do, then it means that you <laughs> should probably really consider uh, what that person's saying because it was really hard for hey, that person would to you say that. Mind. <laughs> Um, you walk a little further down the street when you smoke that, please. I mean, see, if you did it like that, I'd be like, never again, 
Never again. Never again. You know what? I quit smoking. I just quit. But that's the thing you do. <laughs> you now. really do have to like, you have to consider that someone went out of their way in a polite way to ask you to stop doing something. And instead of being defensive instantly, you could actually just think yeah. about it for a second. Uh, Alana, other it's all what we've been saying from the beginning. Yeah. Just have empathy and think about what yes. other people might be feeling. It's not incredibly hard. I know it's harder for some people than others. Well, for me, it's but like with everything we talk about. My my thing is is like I'm totally a very loud person. Like, but yeah, and I'm probably louder daily than most people, but. I've actually never gotten a complaint about anything <laughs> like the, because people think that you're out of your mind and the, they don't want to knock on your door. But No, because like when I see them, I'm like really polite to everybody. And like, I'm, you yeah, just, that's the look that people give people when they don't want those people. To well, kill no, that's them not, some point. no, totally. That's not why <laughs> I'm just saying that like there, if, if they happen to know I'm the guy that lives in this place and I'm like, a, and you're a nice person, then it's easier to approach that person and say, hey, you're being loud or, hey, excuse me, like, uh, you know, maybe it's like a little late, you guys, or whatever. Like, but the thing is, is like truly the only complaint I've ever gotten here was when Owen lived here and he would smoke on the balcony. We got like our upstairs. <laughs> our upstairs neighbors were like, out of their minds upset about the smell of cigarette smoke, which is totally okay. And they, they have every right. Weren't they pregnant? <laughs> well, they, well not yet. And then eventually they got pregnant and then, uh, well right. by then Owen had you stopped. You heard them getting pregnant though. I, we did hear them getting pregnant, but by then <laughs> Owen had stopped. Uh, actually we probably did. Owen had stopped smoking on the balcony by then because like you, Mike, they asked and then Owen started to go down the street to smoke. But, um, yeah, but uh, eventually they did get he pregnant. Went to the pool hall with the rest of the boys. Well, then they were like, "We smell marijuana now." So then we were like, "All right, well, I guess we can't smoke pot here either." So I switched to like vape pens because yeah. they were never going to smell that. But uh -huh. and then we would. And smoke then they were like, sometimes. "We smell cheeseburgers." Do you and then I was like, "All right, well, I guess we got to keep dining in at Bob's Big Boy." And we're actually vegan, so if you could not have cheeseburgers <laughs> near us. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> well, excuse me, I had to do that. Uh, but the thing was, uh, the, the one time, yeah, the one thing was just about the cigarettes and stuff, but, um, but I know my across the way neighbor and this guy like barely makes any noise ever. And so it's yeah. like. You know, I, I, but the thing is, is like the point I was trying to make is, excuse me. What was that? That one's called a little hot cha cha. <laughs> the point I was trying to make is, is like, I'm loud and Alana's kind of loud too. And like, mm -hmm. where are loud people supposed to go? You know, like, I just I would hate to hear you guys have sex. I just want to be loud, you know? Sometimes you got to be loud, Mike. I'll tell you, the Vuvuzela um, is involved in our sexual I mean, and we could totally escapades. feel different ways about things. 
And I think that that is one of the things that makes the show exciting as well. <laughs> yeah. But where are the loud I, I folks? Think... Where are the people that like to be loud supposed to go? And I think it is Yo, into homes where they're not connected to apartment buildings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're, if you're loud, it's up to you to make more money. If you're to loud. To be able to afford a house. Yeah. Or to move to a part of the country or if where you, you can afford your If own you space. want to be loud, yeah. You should be able to afford your own property. <laughs> so that your own like 12 acres of land that you could vuvuzela and no one could hear you um yeah anyway uh mike but I was is, thinking, it, is it even fun for the people who are loud if no one's there to hear the tree that's a great wood? question to some maybe not but i am i happen to be uh living with someone who loves loud sounds so I don't need mm -hmm. anybody else, you know? We could move to some That's distant great. place and just yell out. The problem with that is, is like when you yell because you need help and no one can hear you, that's kind of not a good thing. Or you've used up all your you tolerance. used up all your yells. Your neighbor's tolerance. The boy who right. cried yell. Dude, do you think you make the sounds that you make in your apartment and you go outside and you see people? Do you think there's one person in your building Who's like, no, nah, that's not who those sounds belong to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they can't be that guy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. The, the, you know Dude, what, if though? you made all the regular sounds that you make in your apartment on a daily basis, and then you walked out into your courtyard in like a really well-fitting tailored suit, <laughs> that would be the most confusing <laughs> fucking shit. Dude, I don't even have to. <laughs> this building has... Some of the craziest people that live in Sherman Oaks, I'm sure of it, just in mm -hmm. here. So, like, I think I'm under the radar because of some of the insane people that live here. Yeah. Truly, I don't know. You also live in Los Angeles. So there's not. Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not you know, living with music producer place, people like you're living next to, you're going to be living next to loud people, drama kids. At least you're not with the, like, uh the person that's practicing to be on American Idol next season. That's just like screaming. Yeah. The they're in the other Titanic they're song. upstairs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, there is, this is a city filled with people who came here to be loud. Yes. It's the loudest little city. <laughs> All right, let's do some ads. You want to do it? The city is never not loud. It's the loudest yes. little city in the United do States. Do we have a, Never mind. I'll okay. talk about it if it okay. comes up. Let's do some let's just do these uh, we got three ads today guys. Woo! Paying what the bills. Can you tell me? Yes, there's Squarespace, Brooklinen, uh -huh. and Crossrope. Awesome. So guys, okay. let's talk about Squarespace. See you at the Crossrope, Crossrope. <laughs> let's talk about Squarespace. You won't be alone. Uh, you won't be <laughs> Cuz I'm in a instant. Um anyway, so guys, Squarespace. We love Squarespace. Mike has a Squarespace website. You guys know it. We talk yeah. about it quite a lot because we stand by Squarespace and their offerings. Mike, why don't you talk a little enough, bit about... Man. Dude, yeah. when I used to have shows, when I used to be able to perform for people live, Squarespace was my favorite place to put the dates of those live shows so that other people could see them and come uh, hang out with me. What Squarespace was really doing was connecting me to a group of people in real life and thus in enriching and enlightening my life with the light of other people. And when that was able to happen, Squarespace was the place 
to inform everyone, bring everyone together. Amen. And if you're like Mike, then you might find it a bit difficult to advertise your upcoming social public event. But if you're not like Mike and you can do things from home, Squarespace is the perfect site to be able to turn those ideas into a thing you can go to on a phone. Or if you have, if you make things, I know for mm -hmm. a fact that a lot of you make beautiful things. Mm -hmm. If you want to sell those things in your own style, in your own way, you don't want to depend on another site to be able to display your work that you put blood, sweat, and tears into like they do it. You want to do it like you do it. That's a Squarespace thing that you could do. Let me inspire someone really quick. First of all, fantastic, Mike. Great work. Good job. Let me inspire someone really quick. Are you an artist? Do you draw or sculpt or paint or make some sort of analog, physical, or digital media that might interest people? Do you have people saying to you that your art is really good and you should put it online or something but you're too afraid to do it or you don't feel confident or you feel like eh, it's not as good as I think if you have people telling you it's good it's good you could build a website right now that shows off all of your art it's your fucking thing it's not like Instagram or whatever it's its own website and you can even sell your work there you could be like here's all my work imagine having a place where you have all your work if you're like me and you make something uh, that's like a physical thing or even a digital thing sometimes and it was like years ago and you've definitely lost it by now, it would be awesome to be able to go back to a site that had like all my work on it. And I'm not talking about like a social media thing because you got all your other stuff there. You could totally make a site that just shows all your work and all it's steve's work dot all God. steve's work dot ninja or bread and then you can uh if you want to you can sell your stuff and you could donate to charity or you can pocket the money whatever you want to do but it's easy to do with something like squarespace and everything you need to like sell stuff and all those things they're all built into it and it's so easy and if you ever need any help there's 24-7 award-winning customer support. Someone is always there. There's no question too small or dumb. I'm telling you, these guys will help you. So guys, stop thinking about it. Just go make your website. Go to squarespace.com banter to at least check it out. You get a free trial when you go to that one there. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code banter and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Come on, guys. We're giving you all the easiest ways to jump into this thing you've been wanting to do for Evs. So go to squarespace.com slash banter for that free trial and use the offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com, guys, slash banter. Thank you, Squarespace. Uh, I. 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 Dude, I've been playing a lot of Beat Saber on uh, <laughs> VR on the Oculus. Uh -huh. It's good stuff. I look like a jackass outside of it, but I feel so it good. Matter. Inside, that doesn't matter. Dude, VR is the thing where it truly doesn't matter how you look on the outside because that's not what's important at that. Dude, moment. I'm like a space sword slicing. I'm a slicer in space.
when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. On the outside, mm-hmm. you're like a space delicatessen. I'm a space cosmic chef delicatessen. Chopping up these red and blue potatoes. <laughs> red and blue potatoes. All right, guys, let's talk a little bit about. I'm the guy they give all the potatoes to. <laughs> Which potatoes are my favorite? You'll know. I'll sing about it. Now let's put on the show. Red potatoes, blue potatoes. Ooh, I love those blue potatoes. Red potatoes, blue. What are blue potatoes? They're like purplish. Oh, they're real? I thought I was making up weird shit. Guys, Brooklinen. No, they're real. Is a wonderful company. They make these absolutely comfortable, exquisite bed sheets and bed coverings and pillowcases and just all those things to make your bed a fancier place, a more comfy place. Think about how important your bed is. Whether you're depressed or tired, that's the place you want to be. I put Brooklinens on my shies and I can't tell you how cool it's been to feel like I'm sleeping in a hotel for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, why yeah, don't you, yes. what about an idea? How about this? We're all feeling topsy-turvy right now because we're all quarantined if you're good and you're staying home and you're only going out if you need to. You're not going hiking with your friends. Yeah. yeah Tony. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why don't you start the day <laughs> by making your bed? Why not? It'll make you feel sort of normal again, you know, making your bed. It's kind of like an obscure concept. You don't need to make your bed. Well, you know, maybe if you start your morning by making your bed, you'll feel real good. You'll find that, like, ooh, things feel a little bit nicer. And then when I'm ready to go to bed, my bed's all made and ready for me to slip it in. Guys, go to Brooklyn. And, to Brooklyn run. and his home of the internet's <laughs> favorite sheets. Did you even know that? They bring yes. new life and feeling into your space, guys. And I love retreating to my bed at night, slipping into some Brooklyn and sheets, the most comfortable sheets I've ever felt on my naked body. Do you sleep naked, Steve? Well, they were founded in early 2014 by a husband and wife duo, Rich and Vicky Fullup. They wanted to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And let me tell you, they do sometimes. Today, they're on a mission to make you comfortable, guys. Brooklyn is the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They were the first. They work directly with manufacturers, directly with customers, no middlemen. And it's just a great product and service and all luxury products without the luxury markup. How about that, guys, huh? There's bundle sheets and bedding. You can save bigger. Includes a duvet, a core sheet, and extra pillowcases. You can get bedding extras like blankets and fabric care. Friendly Brooklyn and reps are ready to chat about any and all questions on the Brooklyn and site, brooklynin.com, and over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. Guys, Brooklyn and Sheets are the perfect place to start making your mornings great. So get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code BANTER only at brooklinen.com. And guys, Brooklyn is so confident in their product that all their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. A lifetime warranty, guys. That's a big deal. So go to brooklinen.com. Use that promo code BANTER. You get 10% off your first order and free shipping. Brooklyn, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Thanks, Love Brooklyn. a good tagline. 
Me too. It's important. Guys, cross rope. We talked about cross rope uh, uh, last time, maybe, or recently. Mm -hmm. But cross rope, I've got Will, like, absolutely obsessed with it. Have you done it yet, Did Mike? Did he come get it? Yes. Yes, I have. No, Will. Will I'm not um, at it. Will's not allowed in my home anymore. Fair enough. He steals. He steals things like my blank, my weighted blanket. Your weighted blanket. <laughs> you still Don't haven't let that go. <laughs> I can't let it go. I bought we it from. So I bought it from a friend who was like donating the money to something. Whatever. I guess you, I paid it forward. Will's a good boy. Money still got donated, player. You Will, just don't have it. <laughs> Will loves it more than I do anyway, so God bless him for it. But Will really does like uh, this crossroads stuff. See, it's okay to steal as long as you're definitely going to love it more. <laughs> right. If your friend has something that they don't really like as much as you do, you have every right to take it. Guys, let's talk about let's talk a little bit about crossrope really quick. These days we're all looking for ways to stay fit while spending more time at home. We can't go to the gym. You don't want to go to the gym. It's not time. There's no antibody thing yet. There's no vaccine. These days we're all looking for ways to stay fit. Cardio machines aren't exactly motivating and the cost of a home gym can add up fast. I found a cool different way to get a great workout, you guys, for a fraction of the cost. <laughs> you ever seen that movie about Jesus called The Fraction of the Cross? <laughs> the Fraction of the Cross. <laughs> guys, Crossrope oh, is man. a sleek weighted jump rope system that makes working out at home super fun. And the jump rope is cool. Alana and I, when we got the package, were very interested. <laughs> that guy turned water into wine at a fraction of the cost. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that the guy fed a hundred people <laughs> with only a couple loaves of with bread. With only a fraction. A couple of <laughs> fishes at a fraction of the cost. <laughs> Guys, Crossrope. Crossrope, when uh, Alana and I opened the packaging and saw the ropes, it, they're like cool. They're like cool jump ropes. Yeah. I never thought I'd see cool jump rope, but it's cool. Because they don't have to be. They Did don't you have, have to, to jump ropes in, in like grade school that were just like beads? Yes. It was just like uh, plastic, plastic, like macaroni. Yeah, long plastic like beads. Like little tubes. Yes. Those were like the cheapest jump ropes you could get for schools, probably. Yeah. But uh, those were the only ones I had seen. And then there were, of course, the chain ones that they used to hurt people in the streets. But um, <laughs> I hadn't seen any other ones <laughs> like this. And it's truly like a like a fitness equipment jump rope, which is not uh -huh. really a thing I've seen much of. Um, so it's a really cool design, too. Like the ropes are weighted as well as the handles. And uh, it's really like, and and the weights, the weight class of the ropes go up, and you can select like a more intense uh. weighted rope if you want. And um, it's really cool. It's I love it. You, I go up to the roof and jump on a rope. Do jump rope uh, more than any other exercise? makes you feel like you're doing the most in the least amount of time. <laughs> right. And you feel cool doing it. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm doing it. 
I'm doing this. Anybody you get a couple me? in a row. It's like hula hoop. It's like harder hula hooping. Yeah. Harder hooping. Yeah. And at it's, a fraction of the cost. And at the fraction <laughs> of the cross, it's it's an efficient cardio workout, Mike. Because weighted ropes combine high-intensity yeah. cardio with full-body strength training, so you get all your body movements when you're jumping ropes, and you get your heart rate up while working your core, back, shoulders, arms, glutes, and more! No fluff, guys. Just fun. It's an effective workout anybody can do. Um, and it's easy to get started with cross rope. You just order your ropes. Or, sorry, you can order your ropes by downloading the app and enjoy the results, you guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Once you get the ropes, you also download an app, and there's an app that goes in conjunction with the rope thing. It's really cool. Um, so the best value for both sets with the Get Fit f uh, bundle, which has uh, there. Oh, oh, I see. There's a couple of bundles. There's a Get Lean or Get Strong bundle, um, mm -hmm. and then there's the Get Fit bundle that has both of them. Um, and I guess there, nice. there's a stronger set for you guys that just want to get strong. Uh, and you can track your workouts and see a map of your progress on the free CrossRope app. CrossRope is so sure you'll love the whole experience that they even offer a 60-day risk-free guarantee, which is great. So if you're ready for a new cardio and full-body home workout, visit CrossRope.com banter. You can get up to $40 off CrossRope sets Plus, free shipping when you check out today at crossrope.com slash banter. That's C-R-O-S-S-R-O-P-E dot com slash banter. And that's, uh, yeah, that's that. Thank you, Crossrope. That's cool that it comes with that app. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You, I think it's more motivating when you could see the work that you've done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we have a whiteboard in the kitchen mm -hmm. and it looks like a calendar. And every day I'll write down the exercises that I do. Like I did this many push-ups, I planked for this long. I walked this many miles and I jump roped for attempted to jump rope for this long. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of every month, since it's not like a tearaway thing, it's mm -hmm. just Zoya wipes it all off. And I'm like, you didn't even let me look at it. It's so important that I just look at a month filled with doing something productive. <laughs> like I don't have my stand up calendar anymore. Can you just leave the fact that I've done <laughs> 24 push ups? I need to see my month? accomplishments, damn it. I will forget them if I don't see it. Dude, that's actually it a helps, good idea. Though. In all honesty, it totally it's does. like if if I do it every day for like the first 14 days of the month, and then I see, I'll walk by it at night and see that I haven't done anything. It inspires me to not leave that day empty. Well, that's so, and that's all good. that is to say, any kind of app or a calendar where you could like track your progress and doing anything, exercising or making stuff, it's a motivating factor. Motivate your damn self. Like if you're trying to make like. Stop looking outward and look inward. Yeah, agreed. I totally agree with that. And at a fraction of the cost. Um, at a fraction of the cross dude i need a, a thing to look at i think to get shit done like i need to be able to have mm -hmm. like a checklist that i could physically check off you know from star trek yeah um i need something that i could track off that's I, how they used to masturbate in space they would track <laughs> off <laughs> 
Um, we're at the 50-minute mark, which means we can either jump into some history roads or we could mm -hmm. jump into something you'd like to present, Mike. No, that's okay. We can do history roads. You want to jump in? Other people in here. Let's get some other people in here and get some history roads going. All right, guys, let's do it. I found out long ago. That song kind of has a holiday road vibe to it. <laughs> it also kind of sounds a little bit like uh, that Paul McCartney song that happens around Christmas that doesn't stop. Guys, Chloe Schnabel. Hey, Jude. Yes, that's the one. Sends an email saying, new name advice. What's up, my baby, 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 boys? I'm a 21-year-old born friend and a longtime listener of the P.O.D.S. <laughs> Boys, I need some help. I'm a transgender, non-binary person. Happy Pride. Happy Pride to you. And Happy I'm in pride. need of a new, more gender-neutral name. But I'm really bad at coming up with names, so I was hoping my best boys could help me out. I am in need of a first and middle name, and I'm open to common names or real uncommon names or references or just straight-up nouns. If you had naming freedom of an adult, <laughs> what names would you wow. throw in the ring? I don't have a history road to offer you this day, but wouldn't this be a fun history road one day? Normally I would sign <laughs> off an email with my name, but I don't have one. So I'm going to borrow my cat's name for the sign off. Ciao, Bento. Wow, okay. This is... Dude, first of all, this is too much responsibility yeah. for either of us. Yes, to have we can't ever. handle this. <laughs> this is um, this is I out will, of our our out of respect <laughs> to guess something. Yeah, yeah. This is this is out of our our wheelhouse, but this is above our pay grade. But we'll do yeah, our best. I'll do the first name. You do the middle name. How about that? Okay, have okay, to take okay. It regardless. Okay, so they're saying like, what were first the first name? Hold on, gender neutral. Gender neutral. Name. Yeah, gender neutral. Yeah. You okay. don't tell me to hold on. I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you've learned nothing over the past two months, you shut up and listen every once in a while. You got to listen. You got to listen. Uh, um, I, first name, dude. How about this? Stance. Whoa. Stance. Gender neutral, strong first name. Stance. Yeah. Stance Bento. Damn, that's really Stance, good. Whatever you're gonna say, Bento. Uh, what if Steve was like Cynthia? <laughs> Stance Maria. <laughs> Stance Ave Bento. Stance Jonathan. Um, okay, let's see. Stance John. So, like, the most boring. But Stance Karen Bento. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, okay, let me so think. So, that's, like, me your me first me and second name fighting with each other? Um, how about... No pressure. No pressure. It's just somebody's name for the rest of their fucking life. <laughs> 
you can't do this. You can't put two people like this in this kind of position. What about Cramra? Stan's Cramra. Stan's Cramra. Yeah, I wrote it on the paper. <laughs> My name's Cramra. Cramra. Cramra Land. <laughs> Dude, that's like a fucking. That's like a uh, like a solo uh, sex performer stage name. <laughs> yeah, can I get just a little bit of Cramra sauce in there? Thank you so much. <laughs> Are you still doing the bacon burger with Cramra? <laughs> or was that like a last week special thing? I had it twice. Well, I loved it so much. Looks like you might have like a little bit of a kidney infection. You're going to want to drink a tall glass of Cramra juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stance. All right, Stance. You don't have to choose these names. We're comedians. Uh, Cecil. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You asked us, so it would be rude not to adopt those names for the rest of your life. <laughs> Dude, I th we got a history road from Cecil, the sleep paralysis demon. Oh shit! I wish that I could fully participate in this. Uh, well, he's here, and he says, "Sup, Steve? It's Cecil, your sleep paralysis demon." Haven't been able to visit you lately because of social distancing. I may be a demon, but I know my limits. I got pink slipped because of COVID and had to go back to selling Cutco knives. The best knives ever made from a single piece of metal. Backed with a lifetime guarantee, these sweet knives will cut through even the toughest baby seal. Until I get my full-time gig back, I'm going to have to torment you over email. I attached a couple of pictures of Michael Sarah to make sure you won't sleep tonight. This has been Cecil, the sleep paralysis demon. All right. You know what the weirdest part of that? It's not Cecil. It's somebody speaking for Cecil. <laughs> and that's what they thought. Up. Yeah. That's someone trying to, to put themselves in Cecil's brain space in a in a sleep paralysis demon's brain space right um <laughs> all right aaron stevens sends us an email What's saying the spec script for cecil the sleep paralysis demon <laughs> uh aaron stevens says do you boys know about this song let's find out <laughs> Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing Steven Tyler says is, 
Hello, Detroit. Do you guys know about this song? <laughs> and then they start playing Get Up and Dance. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Steve, I got a quick question. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? <laughs> I gotta clean up all this fucking water now. Really? <laughs> Guys, Mike made me spit up my coffee uh, before we started recording, and I got Mike to spit up his water. So looks like we got some spit up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this episode should be called Mike and Steve both threw up recently. <laughs> All right, let's let, let's really hear this song that Aaron Stevens uh, <laughs> sent us. Do you guys know about this? But you <laughs> You guys ever heard this one? <laughs> Mike, do you remember the one I sent you the other night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So Jimmy sends me pictures of a yoga, very attractive yoga poses. Like beautiful women oh, doing nice, yoga nice. poses yeah, yeah, with yeah. his farts underneath. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Steve sends me video of just his face <laughs> with no expression. Yeah, with the fart sound see? that he's making from his butt. Here it is. Look. <laughs> Dude, the unkempt mustache. <laughs> Zoom in. All right, so here's what Aaron Stevens has sent us. And also, Aaron says in the email, Hannah Collins Shelley, I love you, girl. I don't know what that means. If that's a shout-out, that was unauthorized. Get married. All right, here we go. It's called, oh, I have heard this song. Are you kidding me? I love this song. I want to make It's like fucking something very popular. Like it's the Macarena. (laughs) You guys know about that? It's Mambo number five. (laughs) <laughs> I love this song. It's a. Uh, I want to make a sketch out of it. Never going to hear you. All right. It's basically a song about how kites are fun, <laughs> and the whole chorus okay. is just kites are fun. Kites are fun. Um. All right. Well, we can do like one more, or we can get the hell out of here. What do you want to do, Mike? Did you ever hear that song? Not gonna pee pee my bed tonight. Oh yeah, the Kelly family. That's a great one. Yeah. It's a classic. That little girl, dude. That's a sings boy. Sings that song so hard. It's a boy. The lead singer? Yeah, that little boy. This one? Are you watching the video? Yeah. Yes, I was. Kelly family? The Kelly family. See, now he's singing kind of hard, but the contrast between <laughs> those ain't gonna peepees and the last couple ain't gonna peepees. Oh, yeah, he's like, is insane. <laughs> he looks like a little Joe Cocker. Yeah, here. <laughs> Wow, he definitely wasn't concerned with his voice at a young age. No, dude, that kid is ripping it apart. Yeah. 
That's a girl, huh? What are they? Like, are they Amish or something? Because everyone <clears throat> in the family has a swingy ponytail. Yeah, I think they're uh, from Poland. Either Poland or Denmark. One of those European places. Did you see that, that the Kelly family put out that new that Trump song? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to make that joke yesterday, but nobody knows who the Kelly family is. <laughs> I'm glad that I would have loved it. that joke. Um, Dude, they, I watched that video and they're, um, sometimes you could tell when something is super put on. Yes. You know, like they're it trying was like watching the ice capades and then the camera goes around to see the audience mm-hmm. and there's like seven people <laughs> scattered yeah. throughout a parking lot. Right. Right. And they were like on stage, they were performing like it was a Garth Brooks concert. I mean, if they weren't singing about the things that they were singing about and I walked by and saw that, I would definitely come over and watch and enjoy it. But I would come over and watch regardless what they were singing about. No, no, I I would need to stay far away from I mean, it would be, it would be like, "Oh, is that a is that a family singing? Oh my god, listen to those harmonies. Damn, that girl plays the guitar really. Let me get a little closer. Okay, that's MAGA. All right, I'm out. So you would leave? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would not. I would leave, but I wouldn't be like not be nice. I would just leave. I, I would, would stay to the end. I wouldn't throw a tomato. I wouldn't yell out anything. I would just leave. Nope. I would st- stay to the end and I listen to it. And I want to. I want to know. I because there's so many questions. I want to know what it was like at the end of the song. I want to know what the audience felt at the end of the song. I want to see <laughs> how people reacted. I want to see how they reacted to the people reacting. I yeah. want to know what the last thing, the first thing after the cameraman shut off the camera. Yeah. I want to know what the first thing they said once. Yeah. Like was. I would, I would watch a reality show about that family. Okay. Because that's the way you get all of that, Mike. That's how you find out what happens when the camera turns off. Yeah, that's how you find out the real story and how people <laughs> really are through the reality show. I mean, and you know what a reality show has that standing there and observing all that with your own eyes doesn't have a producer and a writing team. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. And- Which means they would make it way more interesting than it actually probably is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to see, dude, just because I want to see, I want to see the answers to all those questions. I don't care how mundane it is. I just need to have that knowledge. Yeah. I need to know it. Um, I, I promise you it's not interesting, but I will say that the video is, uh, a gr- it was a great source of inter- entertainment for just a tiny little blip of of time and i'd like to i'd like to not think about it anymore but it was very entertaining for that one moment (laughs) it was very fun um well listen (laughs) all right (laughs) 
<laughs> Could that be a button? Yeah! Is that a pee pee? <laughs> Dude, that kid wants you to know with his whole heart and throat that he is not gonna pee in his bed tonight. I know, I know I've said this before. And I know that every <laughs> night after night, I prove myself <laughs> wrong. What I, some, one of the comments on one of these was like, the fact that... <laughs> Actually, these top but comments are to pretty good. Tonight? Let, me, <laughs> let me read this top comment. It says, that kid sounds like a drunk guy who's trying to convince everyone around him that he's not incontinent. <laughs> but I love someone in the comments said, I love that this must have been such an issue for this kid that he wrote a, a whole song about it. <laughs> an emotionally driven song. This yeah. is technically an emo song, regardless of what it sounds like. Yeah. This is emo music. Uh, all right. Well, guys, listen. What a time we had. We want, I want to appreciate you. I want to appreciate you. Is that okay? I want to take a moment to appreciate you. <laughs> Do you guys know about this? Well, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate you. We love to appreciate you. We have a great time appreciating you. And uh, we've got to appreciate you like I should. <laughs> um, listen, thank you for listening to the show. Mike, you want to say anything? We got a, we got a merch place on dynamicbanter.clothing. You can check out some of yeah, our merch. Yeah, me and Byron are working on a couple new t-shirts, and we're going to get them real right before we get them out. And, uh, oh, uh, Steve is holding up the mug. There's still mugs in case you like having your coffee times. Um, I've been selling prints of photography at MikeFalzone.com, which is a Squarespace thing, uh, website. Um, me and Zoya's podcast finally got to Spotify. If you want to um, nice. listen to that. <clears throat> That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, man, just doing our part to try to make you happy at least for a little while every week. Yes. Agreed. Well, Mike, I love you, buddy. Ain't gonna pee -pee. I ain't going to pee pee nothing love tonight. You too, bud. See you. What? <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.